hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! It starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning and Happy New Year, Albuquerque. 7 o'clock on the dot here in the studio. I am Fred Slow alongside me. The best producer in the business, Mike Vitale. Good morning, Michael. Hi. Still trying to wake up. You don't buy coffee for me anymore. You told me with enthusiasm that you do not like hot coffee. And I'm not. I like soda. I'm not the soda fountain. I'm not cultured enough to buy cold coffee. I don't know how to do that, Mike. (laughs) Van's not here. Sorry, man. Van's not here, guys. Call me midweek. He said, hey, boy, I think I'm going to go to, I don't know, Vegas? It's funnier to be in Vegas than with you. Okay. Okay. That kind of puts our friendship and working relationship in perspective. <laughs> Marissa Myers joins us. Marissa, good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well, except the last name is Mays. What did I say? Mayes. Oh, my, yes. oh. Did you oh, my say, gosh. What did you say? I've done this twice, too, though. <laughs> Let me tell right. I know I did this at work, my day job the other day. A little emphasis there. Maybe because I'm, I'm so excited about the Hispanic uh, surnames because I'm calling the runners game tonight over the Rio Rancho Star Center. Yeah. So I can be able to get them all out. I'm going to. I'm going to stretch my E's and Z's and my A's. I totally understand. We just have a thing here in New Mexico where some of us do and some of us don't. Marissa. What? Thank you for making the time this morning. It's my pleasure. Taking away from your busy schedule. Well, you know, sleeping, is, it takes up a lot of my time these days. Marissa, what title are you using when you introduce yourself now? Are you, uh, are you, the, are you exclusively Department of Transportation or are you, are you uh, everything in the past too? Like, what, like how do you identify? What do you self-identify as? Just me. Oh, I, mean, I love that. Always have. I don't, I don't have a title. I'm a wife. I'm a okay. mom. Yeah. I'm a good mom. Aw. Yeah. I'm a really good friend. Aw. How about that? You know, there's a, there's a, I have, I had a really good fun career for a very long time, for 20 years. And, and uh, I think that's where, you know, I got, got such a, a great feel for the amazing people of the state. And then I got to use my talents and, and move on. So former this, current that. Did you ever have cool nicknames when you were on the TV? Were you ever like the Channel 7 girl? Were you ever, <laughs> was it like that? Or was it instantly everyone knew? Like you were the face of Albuquerque in the morning, and then that's how you were identified? or. I- I think that's tough for me to call. I don't know. Because oh. from my end, I have a whole different perspective. But everybody else out there, I don't know what they called me. I could just be, I did hear the, you're the news lady. Aw. So I would get that. That's way better than me and hey, big guy. <laughs> that's the one I get. Mike, you, you grew up, or you spent some time here in Albuquerque the last 10, 20 years. How many mornings did you start with Marissa? Oh, I, I told her. I, I used to watch her every morning. I used to watch her. She was just, first of all, she's just beautiful, easy on the eyes. Oh, my gosh. And uh, that makes it better. And not only that, she's intelligent. And she's got intelligence and beauty, boy. Well, there you go. You're the uh, One more and you're the triple threat. Man. So let's figure out what that one is. What's the third? Hopefully it's sports knowledge. Uh-oh. You're listening to ABQ Central. The phone number this morning, 246-0610. We're taking them all day. There's a lot going on. It's a wild card weekend. So obviously we're going to put some emphasis on some professional football had those uh big college playoff games last week it's two wait we were once a week we can't recap games from last sure week. i get it no no reason to preview next week because nope. that's a week away 
We don't know. So we'll let college football kind of sit on the back burner a little bit, but we'll take your call on it if you're giving calls. Big thanks to Don Baker. Got his, got his book, Marissa. It's, uh, nice? Oh, my gosh. This thing is, like, it's professionally made. It's not just like a notebook that he wrote things in. This is this is a something. So I'm excited to sit down and, and read. It looks like a bathroom reader to me. That's what I'm gonna, a bathroom reader. Yeah, that's what I'm going to take advantage of this. Lots one. of photos. Uh, oh, my. Uh, yes. Plentiful amount. It's just lovely when somebody takes the time to do that. Oh, and he wrote you something. Oh, he's got a little personal note in here. That's nice. Special edition, he wrote in quotations. Don't know what that means. I'm going to put on some gloves. Don't know what that means. Big passing in the NBA this past week. Former NBA Commissioner David Stern passed. We're going to give our opinions and insights on that. What I need first from you, though, Marissa, is when I'm coming off Eubank onto the highway. Yes. Okay. You should know this. Okay. Department of Transportation all everything, Marissa Mays should know this. Yes. How come this oversized dually truck and this Jeep Wrangler decide they have to drag race around this corner, try to merge, because it goes from, it's an on-ramp. It goes from two to one, like all on-ramps ever designed ever in the history of the world. And how come we can't just figure it out here? The floor is yours. I, I think that that just becomes, if there are two drivers that are driving large trucks, that's the issue. Mm. That becomes an ego-driven thing. Who's going to get there yeah. first? That's what it's about. My truck's bigger than yours. I've got more power in my truck. I think that's what it comes down to is we're just sometimes not nice because we care about what we're driving. That's why I have a tiny little Volvo's mommy station wagon slash grandma car. <laughs> so if you're <laughs> listening in your F-350 right now, we're sorry. We're sorry. This is the hot take from the morning. We're, here's what I want to do. We're going to do the varsity of uh, overcompensation today. So by the end of the show, we're going to do the varsity of overcompensation. So whatever you do or have done, uh, we're going to list them for you. And if you're on this list, uh, I think oversized trucks is going to make the list. Oversized trucks is going to be one of the varsity of overcompensation. Let's see. We also have the, the just the general one-uppers, but I'm not sure how, you, how we put that together. What? But the, I, I don't know. Luckily, we have two hours. We're gonna, okay. We're going we're gonna to be able to refine it. You're, here's what you're going to do. You're going to okay. think back to your little black book from growing up, and you're going to be like, oh. this guy was this, this guy was this, and I'm going to do the same because my black book's a little more versatile than you would think, Vital. It's got a lot of contacts in it. If you say so. <laughs> I carry this white card. Have I ever told you about the white card, Vital? Oh, my gosh. A little inside baseball, guys. This is not sports. So in my wallet, I'm going to pull it out for you, Marissa. We'll okay. put it on the social media, too. So in my in my wallet, which is like a which is by the way is my dad's wallet. I'm like a I become an old man. It's like it's been oh, around it, for a while. It's got that. It's the size of a small purse. Yes, yeah. it is a, a. You remember the '90s Vital Seinfeld and George Costanza? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what this is. It yeah. hurt his hip. He was yes. sitting on yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the the Big Mac of wallet. So I have the white card, okay. and what the white card is Vital, and I don't know if you can see it. We'll put it on the social media. It's just a white business card that has my name only and my phone number only. And I give it out to every pretty girl I meet at a bar. Come on. I'm dead serious. Come on. It is, hi, how are you? My name is Fred. It is so basic, it's creepy. <laughs> it's just the fact, like, who are you? What is this? Here, I'm, I don't even need an explanation. No. I'm just Fred. Yes. And it, it's two lines of text. That's it. My name and phone number. You want to know more? I do. Call me. Here you go. <laughs> Call it the white card. That's confidence. Wow, isn't it? We've been carrying it since divorce. Wow. <laughs>
So anyway, we'll put that on the social media. That's a weird thing in my life. Who does that? But you made that up specifically for that purpose. Yes. To just to give to women. Well, but I told the guy at the uh, like FedEx Kinkos that I was, oh, I do so many things. I can't list them all. I'm super, ver-, but it had been a pretty girl at the counter. It had been a whole other story. I gotcha. said, this is, this is me. This is <laughs> real a- life. God. Some guys may take a, they, they may like that play. Maybe, maybe it's, they're going to make up their own. It's different. Yeah, which is the definition of me. Jane. It's that's rude, Vital. It's a it's a playing card for for an uh it's an ordinary card for an extraordinary individual, I would say. Well, I didn't know that was your mission statement. Okay. <laughs> Got a lot going on. Women like those cards because they want to know what you do. Mm-hmm. So, I was just going to say. Yeah, I've been duped before where one said vice president <laughs> up. I'm like, wow. Of what? That's kind of well, I don't want to mention duping. then that person right, of duping. So vice president of this company. Dang, that sounds awesome. But it turns out he was just the son of a guy who was actually most people are company, right? Well, no, it's my daddy that gave me the job. Oh, so I need that. I need more nepotism. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Here's first of all, I need to grow a family, so the card's not helping me get there. But then nepotism, where I hand off. Like here's that. my here's my radio empire, Manfred Junior. I don't have an empire, Vital. I was just going to say, you're building one. they got a weekend talk show in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I have a hobby. That's what I have. It's not an empire. It's going to be a good program today. Um, as I'm driving in this morning, still talking about the highways because Marissa Mays is here. I'm driving in this morning. How come New Mexico highways, all right, and hear me out. I'm not trying to be critical. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a little critical. How come when I make, and I think it's only at night when I can't see, fair. How come when I'm driving in in the morning, there are just like these, I don't want to say it's ice because I don't know if that's what it is, but there's these like spots in the highway where I feel like, um, unsure of if I can, like, I feel like unsure of like if I, and it's only in like the untraveled spots. So if I'm trying to switch lanes from trying, what am I doing wrong here in town? How come I can't drive safely around? Like, what am I like? Help me, help me get like this morning. How come I couldn't get around this truck? Without me feeling, no, it's probably my tires. That's what you're saying? Uh, I'm, I'm actually you, you kind of, tune up. I'm perplexed. No? Because I'm not really sure what's happening here. I don't know if you're talking about the roads. Yes. I, think, I, I don't know if you're talking tires. about your tires. I, I don't know. If, both. I think it's that you probably need to realize that you're in a car. Okay. You are going up against <laughs> trucks. Uh-huh. And they're not worried about you. Not at all. You're not going to keep up, my friend. You just don't have like a... A Hemi, and you're, you know, you're not driving some like muscle car. I'm not getting where I want to go. You're not. Mind. So the, you know, speed is a speed is an issue when you have a car that doesn't have that kind of pickup. Is there a state speed limit? An average state speed limit? No, they change everywhere. I mean, 65 on the on the highways, 75. Rural. It can be 55 if it's rural. I, I no, I don't know. I do. All right, now now that you're saying that, I do think you might be correct because I don't think my Sonata gets up to 65. Okay. I think it kind of so peters you, out. You were trying to keep up with the big boy. I just I don't feel like I can. That's okay. my whole point I'm trying to get to here. But I think once you realize that it's okay cuz then you'll just kind of hang back with me in the in the Volvo. In the wagon. Volvo. Gosh. Those are nice cars. Volvo. Yeah, now she's got it going on with that. No, I don't. It's old and I love it. I am not a car girl. I gave I had one brand new car that's 11 years old that I gave to my daughter. I was the girl that drove the the Volkswagen. You know how there was that thing for a while where hot girls drive Volkswagens. Yeah. So I had a Passat and it was lovely. Well, now my daughter's 
the cute one. So I gave it to her so she can be the hot girl in the Volkswagen. And then in a classic German twist, Volkswagen was like breaking all the environmental rules. And then they... I didn't have that car. No? No, I didn't have the diesel. Okay, there you go. We're, we're going to grab a break. When we get back, though, uh, we're going to do the quickest New Year's, uh, New Year's recap, Vital, because I want to hear about your night, because I know how wild you oh, get. That won't take long. You listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Happy New Year! Is that how they say it, Vital, at your house? It's... No, it's Happy New Year! Oh, there you go. The Italian version. I'm Italian. you got to yell it. Italian, Italian. 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 Hey, you're too white. Okay. Just put it up on the social media. Everything is at TalkABQ. Put up the white card. Get it, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're going to take over the city. It's going to overrun it. Every, every dude in town is going to have the white card. It's going to be the laugh. People are going to be like, you got this from the radio. I, I am All the radio. All you need to do is get a stamp and just stamp it on the white card, right, Marissa? This, just stamp oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant like stamp it on the woman. Like, no, no, no. Just <laughs> stamp it say. right on it. You'll save money that way. Instead of having oh, cards no. made, stamp. No. no, that would look so, no. I, I mean, that would be even more kind laughable. Yeah, very. Barry. The property of. So that's what you didn't need to put it on there. Ooh. USDA. Jeez. The white card. That's creepy now that I've talked about it out loud. Because I knew what it always functioned as. Now that I've told people, it's creepy. <laughs> Changed my life up. 246-0610. At the end of the program, we're doing the varsity. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's my first day. We're doing the varsity of, what did we say? What did we call it? Overcompensation. Overcompensation. There we go. Had to get the coffee down. I had a little frog in my throat. It's like a like a New Year's frog. That's not a real thing. Marissa, how'd you spend your New Year's? What'd you do? How'd you celebrate the holiday? I wish that I could say that I was one of those people who just just gets out there and and uh, and I don't remember the next day and it's amazing. But I I'm just too old for that. I oh. fell asleep by ten thirty. I mean I you know. That's just how we roll. I actually had worked out that day, and I did legs, and then I think I strained my neck doing some serious squats. On day one of your resolution, you did legs. No, I don't never have resolutions. Oh, gosh. I don't do that. But I was supposed to have plans with meteorologist Eric Green from KOA27. So what we're doing is we're name dropping this morning, Vital, just so you know. We're name dropping. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of knew him. (laughs) Don't say. So, so we were supposed to go out. We had plans. It was also his birthday Aww. and his lovely wife, Catherine. And, and I, I just messed up my neck. And then little Yoda, my dog hurt his leg and we had to take him into the vet. Your dog's name is little Yoda. It's, it's actually Yoda handsome face Bergazenbaum. Let me spell that one out. <laughs> <laughs> and his brother is Obi Monkey Kenobi. Are you messing with me right now? No, I'm not. Because you know at home I have a cat. <laughs> you you do. I have a cat named Lando Catrissian. Okay, we need to get them together. We've got Star Wars. Like... This is <laughs> this is too much. So so you got stood up or you stood up? I, I stood up. Gosh, you're the worst. I know. How's the neck? You need me to pop I it? No, maybe. I'm really good at it. Okay. I might I might need that. It's... It got better, but it really hurt. So that's you just it. See your I... credentials, your white card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you could do next. You don't think I'm a chiropractor? Check out this white Look card. Look at my white card, though. <laughs> at Talk ABQ on everything. It's right there. Go see how creepy that is. So, what did you do? I went to sleep early. Yeah. I made a list of resolutions. I'm going to quickly break. 
That's, okay. Yeah, that's my plan. You do those? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, I, <clears throat> again, I'm going to have to get off the air. The I have two. I have two resolutions. So, I have a personal credo in life, Vital. Two things I do every day. I've done this for over 10 years. I meet someone new every day. Meet someone new. That's, that's a good thing. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's like a fun one, and it's easily obtainable. And then number two, I ask until somebody tells me no. Doesn't matter what it is, but I just keep asking until someone shuts me down. Oh, boy. Could be anything. You're pushy. Oh, my gosh. But it's afforded me so many fun things. Okay. So those are like my two. I have those all the time. They never change. Cool. But I'm very excited to uh, lose a lot of weight for two weeks and then give up on it. Like, that's going to be exciting. Isn't it? Yeah. Sure. And I have a day job where I work at a health club. Mm-hmm. So I can't be like a January joiner. Like I can't be like a, but I would do that if I wasn't currently employed at a health club. Like I would, I would quit, I would quit that. I would quit eat healthier. Like I don't smoke, but I would struggle at quitting smoking. Like, so there's like a bunch of them. Like, do you guys have like in the past, like ones you've just failed at regularly? Like you're going to volunteer more. You don't even call the Salvation Army. I like what Marissa said. I mean, I don't make resolutions either, mm-hmm. Marissa. I just don't because I know how human nature is, especially in my world where it's like, ah, oh, I didn't go to the gym. Oh, forget about that membership. Oh, man, I, I, I still eat too much, so I'm not good at uh, sticking to them. What about ones that are like within like your wheelhouse? What about like I'm going to re- read more. I'm going to read more books. Nothing like that. Yeah, that's a good one because I love books. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can't even create like – like a one percent, like a faux goal, to like feel better about yourself, save more money. That's no, what sp- everybody wants. That was the number one thing they had. I think it was ABC News. Marissa had a thing that the number one resolution: save money. Wow, I I, I just don't think I, I've never made them. I don't want to feel like a failure. I, I don't want to. And you, typically, it's difficult to to keep them going. And I would love to hear stories of people who said. I said it. I did it. I, I think those are awesome. And that's that's fantastic yeah. and inspirational. I just personally have never set them. I, I try to overall in general, let's just wrap it up to one big thing. Just be a good person. Oh, that's it. Just be a good person. Like, like, what's the right thing to do? If you think about that all the time, should I be watching and binge watching you or should I be maybe reading the book? Like, which one is actually going to benefit my life in a better way? So just be a good person. And isn't it like difficult? When you set one, it's like, uh, Marissa, be less stressed. And you're like, thanks, I'm cured. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, what a I resolution. Did, I didn't know. I didn't know that's all I had to do. Oh, gosh, Amazing. I did it. <laughs> this is going so well. Yeah. Fred, drink less. Well, here's the thing. I love drinking. You should have seen me at Howie's on Thursday night. Love it. Where's Howie's? I'm okay. so out of the loop. They're do on, I, uh, Montgomery. I'm, I'm sorry. I, okay, so even, <laughs> even he knows I... I'm sorry. I, I'm a mom of five teenagers. Oh, man. Yeah. What you need is a night of regret, and you can get it at Howie's. It's the finest establishment. It's my home away from home, but I don't call my regular home my home, okay. so it's my home. It's just my home. I love it so much. Is is this something that everybody knows about? Am I, I really that far out of the loop? If everyone knows about it, that's not enough people who know about it. Okay. It's, I think you may have to go to another bar and do the, the white card thing. <laughs> well, it, here's the thing about Howie's. It's ba- it's like for the boys. Like, you, you don't go to Howie's for that type of world. You go to Howie's to, like, yeah, do sports. it's for the boys. Yeah. But maybe that's why girls need to know about it. 
because they might actually show up and it's, it's there's a bunch of guys. So that may increase their chances or they get upset because guys are actually there for sports. Yeah, good point. The thing is, like one-on-one, Marissa, I have fallen in love with you personality. I'm the best. You put me with the boys, though. I'm the I'm not. Okay. I'm 12 again. Yes. Got it. I'm 35 going on 13. Got it. Like a, like a child, like a, a grown man child. Women can't stand that. No. No. So yeah. they would hate it. They'd walk in there looking so nice, expecting attention, and you guys could care less. Because when guys are together, yes. they're just together. That's oh it. Gosh. They don't care. I've no. tried to teach my daughters this. At parties, they're like, well, the guys just sat there together talking, and they didn't come over. Well, one, they're in high school, so guys aren't going to do that. Yet. No. But two, if, if they're together, they're fine. Women spend all their time trying to think about what the guys are doing. Guys just want to be with guys. They don't care. If a girl show up, great. Boys help boys. Yeah. Okay. That's. So I'm not going to go to no. Howie's is what you're saying. You Well, you, you can go with me, but okay. you'd have to be one of the boys. I have a hard time doing that. Yeah, so you're out. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not one of those girls who's like, oh, yeah, and I follow all the sports and I, I'm not. I, I follow them. I understand them. Let me put it that way. I understand the rules right. and regulations. I know what's going on, but I don't, I'm not that girl. And no. I, I'd be lying if I said that. I'd be lying if I tried to think this was cool and hang out because I'd be the type who's like, please pay attention to me. Well, and that's the thing. You can't come up to the boys and be like, hey guys, ready for my yoga talk? Because oh. we're not. We're not ready for that. We No, I, I get my we... feelings hurt. Yeah. No. No. I know better. Thank you. Yeah, I just know better. That's guy time. I don't worry about it. I'm done. Marissa Mays, she knows her place. Two four six zero six ten. It's not Howie's. All right, so nothing big though for you guys. No, no, I'm gonna change career paths. No more. No sort of resolution. That is, I'm a. I'm gonna find a hobby I'm passionate about. You guys are just gonna status quo. You think you're perfect well, I think already. When it comes to hobbies, you fall into it, right? It's not something that you said. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna start painting my walls, or I'm gonna, you know, start painting on canvas i think it's just you fall into it right marissa it's kind of something that you kind of get into and then it just goes from there i think at some point you've got to try something and then you figure out whether that's something i want to do again True. for me uh, take me on a hike and i'm happy anywhere we can go hiking if i can be outdoors love it love it fishing love it how do you but it's the winter in a mountaintop desert like you can't jump into that in january 1st yeah you can it's yeah, not that cold you sure can it's not that cold. We don't mm. live in Wisconsin. My resolution, be less soft, because that's what I am. I'm writing that one down. How much snow in Wisconsin right now, Vital? Oh, they had a warming trend before the holidays, mm-hmm. but it's getting back to the cold snap where it should be, you know, like almost zero up in Wisconsin where my mom lives. Read an article the other day. It says bears aren't hibernating as much. It's too warm. You want some more sad news? Oh. You can't hibernate, Vital. That's real. Global there's, warming. There's more coyotes around, too. What? The coyote population has increased in New Mexico, I was reading, Marissa. Yes. I, I've actually heard that. And when I took little Yoda in oh for gosh. his leg, <laughs> listen, <laughs> when that happened, there was a woman sitting there with her two little dogs. She lived in Corrales, and coyotes had jumped her six-foot fence oh, no and way. picked up one of them up in their mouths and ran off. And this woman, she was scraped up because she jumped that fence and went after the coyote oh, wow. to get her dog back. I have been in New Mexico for two and one half years. And I joke you not, yesterday afternoon, I saw a roadrunner for the first time ever in real life. I had never seen one. Wasn't positive even what it was. But the gal that was in the car with me, she says, that's a roadrunner. And I said, what a cool moment. And now we're talking about coyotes. 
Actually, Roadrunners are really mean. Oh, well, in the parking lot, it seemed fine. I love them, and I'm glad. Did you feel like for a second, oh my gosh? Yes. I think everybody's still excited, even if you've lived here your whole life. When you see a Roadrunner, you point it out, and it's very cool. I had never seen one physically. I had only seen the cartoon one. Okay. What uh, I think just known as the Roadrunner. I yeah. Don't, okay. <laughs> so, but I saw it for the first time ever, Vital. I'm, I'm New Mexican now. What did you think? Undersized. I guess I was thinking bigger. I was thinking like ostrich, I guess. Yeah, that's how they made it look yeah. at Wiley Coyote. In the, yeah, yeah, I get it. On steroids. Yes. Is that? No, they don't eat that. What do they? I don't even know what they eat. Other birds. What? That's why they're mean. They actually will go after smaller like are, bird yeah. eggs and like little like little robins nests and they'll get the eggs or eat. Makes yeah. sense. We've got a pigeon problem at the office. Story checks out. We're getting to the break. When we get back, it's uh, sports talk. It was fun playing all morning. Wild card weekend, though. We're going to talk about what's going on in the NFL and why um, Tom Brady's going to look lost and confused this weekend. You're listening to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The wild card weekend. I'm not going to catch the late game because I'm broadcasting the New Mexico Runners tonight at the Santa Ana Star Center. You want to hear my comedic but informed stylings of play-by-play and more than likely forced color commentary. Check that out on all their social media, at Runners. They do a really good look. You are the play-by-play and the color commentary, I would imagine. As as my friends say, I'm the total package. Oh, boy. They say that. (laughs) Who says that? No, no, your white card says that. (laughs) Yeah. Your greeting card. It's not a greeting card, okay? I don't... (laughs) (laughs) It has Hallmark stamped on the back. It is kind of a greeting card. It's your way of... You're right. I I just wanted to say something nice to you. Here it is. It's very special when you get one. Uh Uh-huh. The return rate, I don't know what it is. 50% probably. I bet it's 50%. Really? The return rate's half. I I would think would be a quarter. No, no. I read a study where it was less than... It was about 30%. Huh. On white cards? There's no study on white cards? No, no, no. On just business cards in general. Oh. oh. Get any response from them? Well, yes. Mm. But th- I think they have to be as enticing as mine, which that, is... That could be it. Yeah. Or yours just wows you. Yeah. See, I never... I didn't give my number out. I would be the type to, here's where I work. If you bother to track me down, maybe I'll go out with you. Dang. That's my name, That's but I'm smart. not I'm not doing it. If you bother, if you go through the work, then okay. Mine... I hear you guys. Yeah. But mine says, do you want to network me or do you want to date me? You don't know. <laughs> so that takes your 30%, multiply it by two, 10% by just like standard deviation, back down to 50, add my good looks, charm, wit, and height, you're back up to like 75, then everyone who loses it because we're in a drunken stupor back down to 50. It's 50%, Vital. It's math. That's regular math. But yeah, then you're expecting women to, to contact you. Well, I, I mean, there's a certain type of gal that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you like that? I, uh, attention? Yes. Yes, well, who, it's my favorite thing. Who doesn't? But women do, too. This, so they'd much rather be pursued. They got the card. Yes. I, I'm just saying, women you're, would much rather be pursued. You're already through the vetting process. I've handed out the card. <laughs> so you've already pursued them. Yeah, I was just that's it. Say, that's that was your chase. whole... It's over. <laughs> that was it. Okay. <laughs> the real thing. Vital, what game are you most excited about this week? And which game is the one that you are not going to miss in the NFL. Well, 
My Green Bay Packers are in the NFC, so I look to, towards the NFC. I see the Eagles upsetting the Seahawks. Well, yeah, I, they've won four in a row, and they're on a run. And Wentz, for the first time, is healthy in his career, and he's in the postseason. And it's a team that just always has adversity and seems to find a way to, to pull out of it. Here's why you are right. It's just a better team than the Seahawks. Like, way to get the home field advantage, NFC West. That Eagles team, I mean, the Eagles have the home game. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm tripping over my words here. The Eagles are going to be better because they had to be better over the last five weeks. They had to be better coming into it. And the Seahawks, unfortunately, didn't have the competition that I guess the NFL thought they were going to have in the West. The Rams didn't come through the way you thought they would. And then who else was there, Vital? No one in the West. Right. Cardinals, what? Not paying attention to them. Hmm. Cardinals beat both the Seahawks and the 49ers this year, which is really weird. The 49ers were run away. But no, I agree. But but the Eagles have been in playoff mode for the last month. They've won four in a row. I think a team that gets on a roll like that, Seattle seven and one on the road this season. Is that a re- is that a fact? Yeah, but they're young, and I think Pete Carroll's done a good job bringing this young team together. But. Boy, you just can't count on a team that's still got veterans from two years ago in that Super Bowl. Now, can Wentz, can Wentz do something that he's never done before and win in the postseason? Because remember, it was Foles, the quarterback that took him to the playoffs last year in the Super Bowl the, the year before. The, the thing about your analysis, which, by the way, is spot on, is that in this wild card weekend, which, by the way, is probably the most exciting weekend in football, the the NFC AFC Championship weekend also very good. Not going to say it's not, but I feel like that's where you tend to get the blowouts. That's where you tend to get the guys that maybe shouldn't necessarily be there. Well, there's always wild card weekend. Is there's always something that's you, you get a matchup and it's it, it, anything can happen. I think it's wide open the playoffs in general. Mercy, you're going to sit down on the couch. How are you going to watch the game? No, you're not going to go to Howie's. I'm not going to Howie's. I know I'm not doing that. <laughs> Here, here's how I watch the game. I, Glass I, of wine. I tend to be very kind to the men in the house because I don't, it, it drives me crazy sometimes the sound all day long. Mm-hmm. So I leave. I just let them have their time. You know, I, I don't interfere with that when it's, when it's football time and it's on. I usually walk through, kind of check it out. How's it going? And I make my way either out the door or back to my room. And yes, I sit with some wine. Yeah. I, you, you guys do your thing. And, and that's what I, because I just don't need to be there. And, and they're really, um, nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to well, hear then me. You'll get tuned out, right? Cause my yeah. girlfriend says that she goes, I'll just leave you alone. She, yep. she does what you do. Yeah. Go in the room, in the other room and, and do something because I can't get through to you. Smart woman. <laughs> Smart woman. It's true. Otherwise, you just get your feelings hurt. So that's what I'm going to do. But I, I am, I'm just so hopeful that, that the Patriots are defeated. I really am. I'm sorry. The, for the first time in 11 years, the New England Patriots are playing on Wild Card Weekend. Right. They don't. They don't remember how to be here. No. They. They. They haven't had. They've got to work for it. What were you doing 11 years ago? You don't know. Mm-mm. You can't remember. But that that Tennessee Titans team, which by the way, Ryan Tannehill has beaten. The New England Patriots in the past, playing for Miami, doing some of those things. They're not going to stand a chance against New England today. That's the late game, wow. Vital. That's the, no reason to stay up. It's going to be a thwarting. Well, I mean, they're still the defending champs, and until someone knocks them off, I think you know they're at home, and I think that's that's where they they win. I think they win by three or seven points. Mm. Vegas has got them at five and a half. You going to play money on that? Oh no, I no, I wouldn't no. either. No, not in the playoffs.
what you just said about New England being the defending champs, we've said every year for the last 10 years. Isn't that incredible? They're not going to go down without a fight. I think Brady's been inaccurate. His accuracy has been real bad, I thought, for most of the year. Um, Edelman's banged up. That's his number one go-to receiver. They're going to have to run the ball. But here's the thing. They're going to have to try to stop You know, Henry, who had just Unreal. 200 yards. He's kind of a beast. He's a world the beater. Ball. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to match up. This Bills-Texans game is going to be the most electrifying thing all weekend. That's going to be a slugfest. You think? Two 10 and 6 teams. Two huh. teams like to play real physical ball. And they don't get there every year. Ugh. There's an excitement about these teams. When's the last time the Bills have been relevant? That's it true. was like early 90s. Had, when they right? Won. Three in a row. Lost them all. Yeah. Wide left. When's the last time Texans were relevant? When they took David Carr in 2002 with their first overall draft pick? I'm being serious. But a little bit, Houston, you have a problem. Because this Buffalo Bills team and this quarterback, this Jake Allen kid, the Wyoming kid. Josh. Josh Allen? Yeah. Unreal. I saw him play here when he was at University Stadium. Boy, he's got an arm. Did he beat the, beat the Lobos yeah. that day? Can't imagine. <laughs> Been a while for the Lobos. It has. Any hot Lobos talk I don't know about, Vital? They want to come up somehow? Well, the J.J. Caldwell thing where he's uh, filed a lawsuit against what? him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what I need to do is I need to go to my Google Chrome and I need to take out the filter that keeps Lobo news from coming through because I miss these stories. Lawsuits. Everyone just sues everyone all the time. I've never sued anyone. The game's in Buffalo. Here's why I'm excited about that. That fan base. What's the weather? Do we know the weather in Buffalo? I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, it's probably not gonna be good. Yeah, no, it's, it's never gonna be good. Cold, yeah. That that crowd is gonna be hot. <laughs> that crowd, like the energy there, it's gonna be really good football if you're there. And all games translate, in my opinion, the same on TV. But this Saturday NFL AFC only, which I love the way they do that, by the way. Because Sundays, well, this is the first year where they've done AFC on one yeah. day and NFC on the other, which is kind of quirky, but. I'm into it. NFL knows what they're doing. And next week, I don't think you can flip them because you got to give each team like seven days or whatever, right? So I don't feel like you could like put the NFC on Saturday. That, wouldn't, that, that seems unfair. Does that make it rest-wise is what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? No. No, you think they will? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. To me, just ha- and how they're doing it was just AFC Saturday, NFC Sunday. It's never been done before is kind of weird in and of itself because you would always see one of each conference game. but so And that's the divisional. Deal. That's what the divisional yeah. is next week, right? Yeah. Because that's, that's going to be the Vikings, Seahawks, whoever, versus San Francisco. Did I do that? I guess it could be the Eagles, couldn't it? Well, the winner of the Eagles and Seahawks, I think, plays. It depends on yeah. who's the lower seed that San Francisco is the number one seed will get. Then the Packers will pick up from there. So if the Eagles win, then the Eagles is the fourth seed. They would have to go play San Francisco because San Francisco will play the lowest seed. They're the top seed. And then Green Bay would play from there. I'm all kinds of up and down on this, Vitale, and I apologize. I had the Bills at number four, but I was looking at the wrong thing. So the Bills at Houston. I'm still taking the Bills. In Tennessee at New England, and I'm taking New England. You feel the same way? 
Yeah, until they're be, I mean, their their leadership, especially on the defensive side with McCourty, until they lose at home, I'm just I'm not gonna not pick them. I think they win this one, and next week that's a different story for New England. Tomorrow, Marissa, the yeah. Vikings at the Saints, and the Seahawks at the Eagles. Who you got in the early game? I'm going with the Vikings on the road. I am. I am just because I, I really, I really want them to do well. That's why. I, I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you, well, the better team is. This, this is just hopeful. I'm just really hopeful. That's what I want. The thing I really like about the Vikings is Kirk Cousins. Because he's a wild card to me. He's going to throw for over 300, and he's going to get a bunch of scores. He's going to win the game. Or he's going to go and just disintegrate. And he's been doing that when it comes to winning a big game in the postseason. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised, Marissa, if you're right there. But betting against Drew Brees? I, look, I get it. I, I totally get it. But I'm just hopeful. I really am. I just want them to do well. They, they need it. I think they're on their way. Yeah, Delvin Cook, their all-pro running so back, good. is back in the lineup. I think his running the ball, and they when they won five in a row, the, the Vikes, what they had is that balance on offense with Cook and Cousins, because it opens everything up to play action for the quarterback when you got a strong running game. By the way, last year, people were throwing the ball everywhere. We were talking about, wow, the NFL just throws it up. Well, this year they went back to the run. Kind of interesting because the teams that you see are successful. This season they've been running the ball quite unlike last season where the good teams were throwing the ball. Well, I think what you were talking about a little bit is how smart like all these coordinators are. Because these guys, and they do it at the highest level. They get paid the highest amount of money. They prepare in the in the highest caliber way. And these defensive coordinators, what was uh, Don Coriel and the West Coast and all that stuff? That revolutionized offense, remember, for about two seasons. Air Coriel, more longer than about four or five. <laughs> and then the Tampa 2 came in, and that all went away. And they outsmarted. So then you went to zone blocking. And then so when zone blocking came in, then you had to go with uh, like a way to more of like a four six kind of thing on defense. And these guys they keep outdoing each other every 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 year. And that's what we got to. We got to a point where it was, hey, the rules have changed in a way in the passing game, and these guys know how to get around. Let's run the ball. Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. What the, there was a thousand yard rusher in Denver. Like there's there's just a lot of teams doing it on the ground for the first time in a long time. And you see the teams that are like that, and I like what Jimmy Johnson said on Fox Sports. To win in the postseason, you got to run the ball and stop the run. Pretty basic, but that's so true. It makes for exciting football. I mean, I would much rather see that. I mean, there are some spectacular passes that can be made, and, sure. and those are great, but I'd much rather really see the physical movement. We're going to grab a break. When we so get Marissa back, likes to watch the football. You already knock the snot out of each other. Right? That's what she wants. I do. Yeah, she wants to see uh, <laughs> not flag football, which is what it's no. come to be. No, <laughs> no powder puff. From the texter, I don't think the Seahawks have a chance. Well, I mean, Carson Lynch, quarterback. That guy, they do. They got a squad out there. Marshawn Lynch. So, I mean, that's a young team. And what Pete Carroll's done to get that team back, it's not the Legion of Boom anymore on defense, but they got a lot of young players. Maybe they're too young to get to the next. I, I, I could see them moving on, but looking at what the Eagles seem to do, they just fight through adversity. They have enough veteran leadership. Peterson, their veteran coach, I mean, I just think that they're that kind of team that can do it. There you have it. Football broken down. When we get back, passing in the NBA, we're going to celebrate David Stern. Because he's worth celebrating. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. What's this little hit you're playing here, Vital? What is this bad boy? 
want Marissa to get bumping, you know, just with the moves. Just get going. It's it's yoga. It's, it's dance class. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Couples ballroom. That's what I need. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. We're talking the hard court. So it's the association this week lost um, former, and what, the fourth commissioner, I think he was in the history of the league? David Stern, who was commissioner for some 30 years, right? 84 to 14. So David Stern was commissioner in the NBA for the longest time. Um, the most innovations in the game, period. Cannot be argued. Um, yeah, passed away uh, earlier this week. It's crazy because the game, Marissa, this is the time period I grew up in, right? I grew up watching 90s basketball, 2000 basketball, and today basketball. And... What I know it is now, it wasn't before David Stern. Like, um, I would argue that the basketball changed in its entirety in 1979, and that's when a kid from French Lake, and that's when a kid from Michigan came into the league from Michigan State and Indiana State and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. And what they did was they brought two fan bases that just loved to compete with each other. Like, and, and they put them on two franchise teams – and they started going, and the league started changing them. That's my opinion. That five years before 84 when David Stern showed up. But, Marissa, and I don't know if you remember this from, from your passion of the NBA growing up, but, like, early 80s NBA have the worst reputation. Drugs, sex, violence, ignorance, aggression. David Stern changed that. He may have changed that quite a bit. And, uh, excuse me, I got your frog. <clears throat> you know... I think with him bringing in all of those TV deals and corporate sponsorships, mm -hmm. it just took everything up to to the next level. And all of these huge names, you, when you brought in Jordan and, and Kobe Bryant right. and LeBron James, you brought in all of these big people. They, they had a, a greater responsibility on their shoulders. So they had to be different. They had to, to step up and, and become um, idols. And, and do you feel like with David Stern is let's call him a chef in this NBA kitchen because those ingredients, that's a gift. Michael Jordan is a gift. Like Kobe Bryant is a gift. LeBron James is a gift. And it's what you do with those gifts. And, and bringing in, like, and going back to real quick, to Bird and, and, jo and Magic Johnson, they brought in Converse money like you had never seen before. Nike money. Nike money when Jordan. when Jordan came in. Yeah. Nike wouldn't be what Nike is today without the association. Adidas would still be your biggest brand in the world because of soccer. Before David Stern came in, and we're going to talk about the 92 Dream Team, obviously. We're going to talk about all that stuff. But, like, these brands that you're talking about did not exist globally the way they do now. The league did not exist globally. The league was not in, the association was not in every single country. It's the most played sport on the planet right now. It's bigger than soccer. It's bigger than hockey. Those two things were the biggest forever. And David Stern brought attention to the league in a way to where it was absorbed by the world, obviously with the 92 Dream Team, and then 96 again. And the 96 games, that's a little different. That was in Atlanta. It was centered here. It was a whole thing. But that 92 team, beating teams by 50 points, yeah, turning it on. Yeah. It was, it was unbelievable. It Vital, was the Dream Team. The Dream Team. Ever be another one like that. The yeah, coaches. His, yeah, Stern's impact felt everywhere internationally. You look at the stars of today in the NBA, the majority of them are foreign. Almost all of them. Mm -hmm. The best players in the league right now are not from America. 
I mean, some of them. I mean, there's some guys that can still play, obviously. But <laughs> the talent is, is greater than what it was. And, and culturally speaking, Marissa, you were like in the prime of your news world, right? Yes. Yes, definitely. Like, I mean, how do you get a an Olympic sports team to lead? Like, hey, we got A-Black guys. We're opening it up with Olympic basketball talk because that's how big of an impact it was. It just became it became huge. I mean, once they were allowed to actually to do that, to take these professionals and and allow them to to play an Olympic sport, it it was. I mean, I really felt badly for the other countries. It was incredible to watch all of these guys together, but it was also just, uh, oh man. Go. I, I'm not going to have the exact number, but I'm going to be real close. The NBA championship last year was broadcast in 220 countries or something crazy, right? And I think there's only like 221 countries in the world. It would not have been there without David Stern. Nike would not, this Jordan brand, by the way, Michael Jordan hasn't won a ship since 97, 98. It's still the biggest brand on earth. How many years is that? That's a lot of years. Yeah. My son just ordered, he asked for Christmas for Jordans that were from 95. He's never seen Jordan on the court. No. Has no idea. No. Unreal to me what he did here, Vitale. I cannot start to explain to you. The well, st- that, that Jordan brand, really, that, that was it. You're that was right. it. He made, he made MJ a legend, Michael Jordan. Spike Lee. Letting guys do what they did. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks real quick. Mark Cuban. Giving guys opportunity to be themselves, to create um, personality within the game. Do you guys remember uh, – oh, shoot. Uh, what's Brian Gumbel's show on HBO? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. Whatever it is. So, Brian Gumbel's show on HBO. Hey, we're going inside the locker room for the first time. Hey, we're going to do mandatory meeting or press conferences. Hey, we're going to show you the personality because you know how it is during sport. You get aggressive. You get angry. You you don't broadcast well on TV. You are in the heat of the moment. Well, you know, let's make these guys personalities. I want to put more on this. When we get back from the break, more NBA talks. And I want to talk more David Stern. I love the innovation of the game and what he did. You listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 16. It starts right now on the Sports Animal. Back on the program. Let me reset it for you. I'm still Fred Slow. Thank you for tuning in. Where's your uh, homeboy? Van's not here. Sorry, man. Van's not here, man. You got someone better to fill in. Marissa Mays is here. Marissa, welcome to the program. Thank you. What's it like not being in front of the camera? You know, uh, it's enjoyable. I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of nice. I mean, being a communication director. Ooh. Or, NMDOT. Ooh. It's sexy. Look at all those letters behind your name on, that, on that email. <laughs> Can I have your business card? <laughs> it's all it's white. <laughs> it's it's just white. Talking about the white card. <laughs> <laughs> From the texter, Real Sports with Bryant Gumble. Thank you. I'm sorry. I knew that. I knew that when I was saying sure. it. I'm so dumb. If it wasn't for these looks. If it wasn't for these looks. Speaking of, thank you for like you turned it on this morning, Marissa. Like we, there's no one looking, and you you did the hair. I did. That's like that's like a going out sweater. Is it? I mean, you look nice. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I I you know I mean I figured if you're going to get up for the day, you might as well you might as well get up. Did I tell you the guy at Starbucks recognized me? Did I tell you that Vital? No. That's my favorite thing in the world. He saw you stumbling around Howie's. It's, yeah, that's what he. He knew, I thought he knew me because I was famous. He knew me because I was infamous. 
completely different. In your, in your man cave at Howie's. I just love it. That's a really good way to describe that. Because my apartment's so little. Sure. You can't put no man cave in there. But Howie's is. It's every man's man cave. And you can only wear certain clothes there because you end up, you leave, you smell like a fryer when you leave because they fry the food right there. Oh, gosh. I'm not joking. <laughs> wow. You're making this sound more and more appealing it's, to women. It's heavenly. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. Man. <laughs> Two four six zero six ten. Where's your favorite dive bar? Let us My know. My boyfriend smells like French fries. That, yes, that's true. But also, <laughs> like you don't go like if you go to Howie's regularly, you don't go home to like a significant other. Like that's not part of your life. Got it. Yeah, you reserve those nights. Yeah, got I go, it. I go. <laughs> yeah, I go home to Lando Catrissian, the nicest cat in the world. He is darling. I I saw a picture. I, I think you've got something good going on there, and he won't care if you smell like a no. fryer. Come see him in person. Welcome to my house. <laughs> David Stern at the age of 77 passed away this week. We're going to put two segments on it because I think it's that important. Vital, you said something interesting to me off the air. You were talking about how the league now is a player's league. And what I really want to spotlight is how it got there. The early 80s in the NBA was just riddled. Drug abuse, riddled. Uh, God, what's a what's a fair way to say ignorance? It was ignorant, like weird spending, violence, a lot breaking all the. It was just it had a terrible reputation. People were not tuning in, did not care. But here come here comes some guys. Here comes some talent. You start putting guys. Akeem Olajuwon comes in. Patrick Ewing comes in. Michael Jordan comes in. We're using all these names. We're talking about ingredients to a recipe. And David Stern, he, he starts sprinkling uh, his, his seasoning onto these ingredients. He's creating teams that haven't been anywhere. Uh, the Seattle Supersonics and the uh, Charlotte, the Hornets, and then the Bobcats, and then the Hornets again, and then New Orleans, and then uh, Toronto, and then Memphis. We're talking about like huge expansion. Vancouver. Like all these teams coming up. Uh, Timberwolves. There are all these teams. These are just off the time ahead. Just coming in and existing for the first time ever and put in the association, Oklahoma City, into cities where it had never been. If you're the only team in a city, let's use Oklahoma City again. You're the pulse of that city. And he was able to locate it to where no matter geographically where you lived in the country, you could uh, identify with a team. I grew up a Bulls fan because I grew up in Illinois. Mm. Had to be. Sure. There was no other option. And then the way they had the Bulls, Marissa, is they would put and probably the first trio ever, really, during the Stern years, which was Jordan Pippen, and Rodman. But I can name the rest of the team if I needed to. B.J. Armstrong and Ron Harper. Do you want me to keep going by talking to them all? <laughs> he was able to put these players in positions because they don't wear helmets. It's not hockey. It's not football. It's not baseball even. Like, you're able to put their faces on stuff. I know the silhouette of Michael Jordan's head. Of course. I bought his cologne because I was 12 and I didn't know any better. <laughs> if I tell you, you remember when you're growing up, you're like, God, I want to smell like that guy. That's never happened. No, I like, uh, I like uh, uh, Giorgio Armani. What, who is that? What team did he play for? Right. Oh, well, he's different team. <laughs> <laughs> they started, he started a women's league. Hear me out. Yeah. Marissa, oh, this is one thing he said two years ago. I am a fan first, and because I was an NBA fan first, I had nothing but joy to just see what where the NBA is today, 30 years later. That was his quote. That's so sweet. 
He used the success of that league to subsidize an entire league for women. How many daughters do you have, Marissa? I have two daughters. They play basketball? They do not. Oh, well, then never mind. They're not tall <laughs> enough. <laughs> he was, Stern was just a visionary. Visionary. I mean, he took, he took pro basketball and he turned it into this multi-billion dollar business. It became a global business. Partnerships you'd never seen. Mm-mm. Like bringing in Spike Lee. Sure. And you, like bringing in attention you would never had, like cameras on the court. Like I know a lot of these like innovations, like now they seem everyday to us. That's what we see. Sure. You go to a timeout, somebody runs on the court with the camera. They didn't used to do that. They're putting you in the huddle. They're putting you in the locker room. Dress code. Dress code is huge. Have you seen my suit? It's well tailored. You know why? Because that's how they wear it in the NBA. I didn't dress well until I saw guys dressing well because I didn't know. It's a neat it's a neat impact to think that I put 30 years into something, and because I put 30 years into that, it's a worldwide recognizable brand distinctly different from what it was before I started. Larry O'Brien was there before. Cool, he's got a trophy named after him. Talk to me about the success of the NBA in the 70s. It's not there. Well, and, and again, today's uh, NBA is a tribute to what? David Stern, he had quite the commitment to see the sport grow, and it sure did. The effort was put in everywhere. And cross-media stuff, is there better like social media than the NBA? There's not. Is there better digital media than the NBA? There's not. Expertise? What The partnership with TNT. What, all right, TNT is for reruns. The NBA says, no, we'll spotlight it. We got it. It's in, your, it's in every cable package now because the NBA. So smart. I know you're not as fired up as I am about this, Marissa, but <laughs> I get so excited. Well, I, I think it's I think it's amazing to to pay some tribute um, to this incredible man who changed changed the whole look of of the NBA forever, and um, he was just well, he was incredible. Yeah, and so really recognizing that and giving him a, a moment to to talk about him. Because, and what he and what he did for like partners and players because like the players' association. Received, Vital, correct me if I'm wrong, 51, 2, or 3, 53% of all revenues were going to the Players Association. Can you imagine that? Making well, they money. Have a strong union, unlike the NFL. Unlike the NFL. Yeah. Which can't figure it out. Because the NFL, unlike the NBA, didn't share it in a way to where they could um, put their guys at the top. By the way, they don't last as long. Play two seasons in the NFL, you're done. 53% of all revenues. That's crazy. You get uh, licensing. You can put your name on anything, or you cannot put your name on stuff. Go buy the NBA 2K right now on your PlayStation. Not every player is in there. They don't want to give their likeness. They don't have to. It's not the NFL where you sign it away. And I think what he did a good job is sharing the revenue of the NBA. A lot of NFL players are really jealous of the fact that how much money that the average NBA player makes. It's crazy. The 15th man on the bench, he gets China money. The NBA's in China. He gets a cut of that money. I'm not the biggest fan of China right now, but they have the money because of Stern. I mean, I was just so bad. This was a sad day for me earlier this week because this league is what it is because of one dude. And, well, and, and obviously the, the roots he planted from underneath him. It's like talking about that dream team. That coaching staff on that dream team, Vital. Chuck Daly, head coach, cool. Should have been Detroit Pistons. Lenny Wilkins, PJ Colosimo, uh, the guy from Duke, Shishesky, 
like like you put the right people in the right places, and they just here they go. They're going to cover everything. They're going to infect it. And the players love what he did, the guaranteed contracts. He was the first commissioner that made sure that was the profile of the players, getting the stars out there, marketing it. I mean, the NFL, to me, is still the giant of marketers because they do everything right. But uh, the NBA, though, is in what, what it did to really you know, make the, make the players the emphasis of the league, which is the team in the NFL. The NFL likes to market the team. Well, the NBA is mm. the players. It's all about the players. I tuned in to watch LeBron James tell me he was going to South Beach. I would not tune in to watch where Derrick Henry is going. I do not care. You were talking about Charles Barkley. Yes. You were talking about David Robinson. You were talking about some of these guys that played the game really, really well for a long time and were compensated fairly for it. We're not saying they're not. But they were put into places where they get the mailman. They get the admiral. They get like These names resonate because they were put out in that way. I just loved it so much. Also, why did Christian Leitner play in that dream team and not Shaquille O'Neal? It's a whole nother conversation, Vital. You still lose sleep over that. <laughs> David Stern. Good dude. Good for the league. He doesn't get booed. By the <laughs> way, his first year when he started, NBA teams, I read this, were making $10 million a year, the revenue for the teams. By his last year, the NBA teams and the or the league was making over $900 million. Wow. Are you messing with me? No, I'm not. It was on CBS Sports. In fact, Jim Rome talked about it a little in terms of, and again, guaranteed contracts, you know, just the, the TV contracts. You read like TNT and, and you know, uh, ESPN helped out a lot with that. So it, it, every team made a, a lot of money. There you go. Not a ton of black eyes on this guy's career. That one thing with Chris Paul to the Lakers, that was weird. I'm going to let that go, though. This is all worked out. Weird. Bad boy Pistons. And that influence, it went down to college basketball. I know I'm just ranting at this point. Michigan, the Fab Five, Marissa, they, those guys would not have been inspired to do it the way they did it without what was going on in the NBA. We're 22 years later. The whole world's infected with it. David Stern. When we get back, I got a holiday hangover. You put holidays in the middle of the weeks, two weeks in a row, I can't get my life right. Like Everything just falls apart. You listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I got that holiday hangover, guys. There's no more new Mandalorians on Disney+. Plus. I've watched them all as well. Oh, my gosh. Didn't miss a minute. Little baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's amazing when he walks. Just want, to, just want to crunch him up and just insert him. What? What? You just put him in your pocket. Well, yeah. Pet him I all meant. day long. That's, that's what, what you I meant. Two four six zero six ten. Give me a recap of the Mandalorian. Why it's the best thing ever made. Marissa, the the leggings a little tighter after the holiday season for you. Maybe. Is that a thing? Yeah. Maybe. There's like a there's a hangover about the holidays. There is. There is. And this was like the worst way to put it on a Wednesday. That was rough. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Because what I don't want to do is work two days. Take a day off and work two days. I don't want to do that. Did you do that? Both times. I did as well. I, I was right there with you. It's unfair to me. I'm not a bad person. It felt ugly. My last two Thursdays were the most Monday Thursdays ever. 
Ever. I hear it. And you went to bed at 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. I did. I went to bed at 9.30. Oh, <laughs> I feel kind of good about myself. Vital, we know. <laughs> I was like, wow, you uh, petered out there. I, 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 had, I had gotten home, sat down, just couldn't muster it. Had plans, had everything lined up. Didn't even send a text saying I'm not going. Just didn't go. Wow. And you had your white cards all in your pocket, ready to go, and yeah. Well, the place I was going, I'd already given out so many in the past. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally dupe it on someone. That would be bad. That's embarrassing. That would be bad. Can't double white card someone. No. Like you gave me this last time. Yes. I didn't call you at Talk ABQ. Go see the white card. Yes, I know. You told me I was so pretty last time. I said I forgot your name was Russell. Is that your line? You're so pretty. Or desperation. No. <laughs> this is my line. This is my real line. Oh my God, Marissa, it's so nice to meet you. That's my grandma's name. Whoa. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) I don't have any lines. What would I do? Yeah, you do. I don't have a line. What I have is a hangover from the holidays. And now I have to transition back into like functionality. This is an unfair expectation. And everyone's weird after the holiday because you're broke. You're broke. You just spent all the money on travel and food and booze and gifts and regret, that's a, big, that's a big expense for me. Like, you, you spend all the money, you're broke. So now you're starting off the new year. You got all these resolutions you know you're not going to live up to. I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about starting a petition. Get rid of Christmas and New Year's. Just throw them out. That's why I like Thanksgiving. It's one day. It doesn't stretch on and on yeah. and on. You yep. get together, you eat once, maybe three times that day. But you, it's just one day of gluttonous behavior, and then you're done. Do you enjoy when the kids are at home for 10 to 14 days with nothing to do? Can't even go outside. It's the winter. Yeah, it's rough. That's why, honestly, it was almost nice that I was working <laughs> during the day because I didn't have to be around for all of that. No amount of coffee can bring you back. It's true. No. It feels bad. It feels bad to come back, and now you know I've got to go... Five days a week. Yes. I need to start like showing up in in every way possible. And you live like a life of like extremely detailed schedule. Like you live a life of like routine. But this last two weeks, although you said you worked a lot, there's no real concept of time. Everything's a breeze. Like you, people are coming and going. You're laughing regularly. You're watching movies you would never watch. You know who doesn't make time to watch holiday movies? Me, except at the holidays. It's true. I even find myself watching like Hallmark movies. Yeah, weirdo. Lifetime movies, <laughs> Lifetime Christmas specials. You're not you no. for two straight weeks. So true. And your boy's got like a birthday wrapped around there too. Mine's like mine's like even longer. Mine. Oh gosh. When does this slump pass, Vital? That's my question. It takes a couple of weeks to get get it back going again. It does. Same pattern, I think. Because this morning, when my alarm clock went off, I died a little. I said, that's unacceptable, 6 a.m. 6.01, I text Marissa, are we sure we're doing this? She said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't read the response. I left her on red. Thanks. That's the worst. <laughs> that's, that's not nice. Holiday hangover. And you don't, what do you look forward to next? 
You have you have forever until when, when's the next holiday? You've Valentine's maybe Martin Day? Luther King. Oh, and Valentine's Day. I'm just not a fan. No, no. Who broke your heart? Not a fan. Tell me what happened. I think I just I loved it with kids because you help them make these little valentines. That is and cute. Nice, and they take them to school, and you know they come home with a bunch, and it's really cute. Nothing cuter than puppy love. But I just. I, I, I guess I'm one of those women that you say, and I and I do say this, I, I don't want one day for you to go out of your way to express something. Mm-hmm. Please do it on some random day throughout the year when it really matters. However, and so I will I will say, I don't want anything, let's not do anything, but I'm upset if I don't get anything. Oh my gosh. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It happens. Just a little acknowledgement. It doesn't have to be big. Just a tiny, tiny little acknowledgement. It's the worst. It's the worst holiday. And appreciation. Well, yes. yes, that too. Time, that effort, too. cool—all those things that have value, right? But, but those things make it sounds small, but they make a big difference, right, Marissa? They I think do. They do. But it, you, none of them matter if you haven't come down off this sugar high you've had for two weeks straight. And I'm, how many nights have you had cocktails over the holidays? It's like every night. It's like every night, and then there's always these Christmas cookies and stuff that's just sitting around oh, that people yeah. gave you. They're, it's constant. We talking about popcorn tins? We're talking about popcorn tins. Duh. We're talking <laughs> about cookies. We're talking about smoked meats. We talk about meat trays. We're talking about meat popcorn. and cheese trays. <laughs> yeah, all of this stuff. It, it's the worst. You think, come on, today, today, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to eat this stuff. No. And also, you- like disruptive sleep. Mm. I'm not going to spoil anything. But, like, sometimes you have to be up to open the door for Santa Claus. Like, there's, like, all these things are happening. But, you know, we're just back to normal now. Regular expect. Hey, guys, uh, we got a 9 a.m. meeting on Monday. I know the holidays, but we didn't really do any work the last two weeks. Now I have to work extra hard at work. It's true. Hate the holidays. I become that guy. I don't blame you, though. And I actually, I feel, unless you have children, sometimes they're really tough. And we go around expecting that it's supposed to be happy for everybody. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. But for some people, this is kind of the worst time of year for them. They experience, they've experienced loss. It's just a tough time. It's not happy for everybody. No. And if it drags on, huh, it makes it worse. Yes. Yes. It is tough. I didn't do anything on Christmas. Sat in my house, right? I'm, I'm here in New Mexico by myself. I got no one. And I'm at the day job the other day. And I'm, I'm talking to a gal that used to work for me. She's in town for the holiday. And she said, will you come to my house? I said, no, I cannot. I'm not going to be the, one, the guy who came to your house one holiday season that you talk about 20 years. That's weird. <laughs> also, there's 364 days out of the rest of the year where you don't invite me to your house. I don't want to go to your house. Also, your Uncle Buck will be there and he'll talk about politics. It's awkward. It's an awkward <sighs> time. Nice, yeah, nice view on a religion. That's so unique. What meme did you get that off of? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holidays. And by the way, I'm a guy who talks for a living on a radio show. Like, I have opinions all day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to share them with you at the holidays. No. I can't. I get it. Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. How many times do we have this conversation? Every lame dinner in the whole country. And by the way, Batman Returns, far better Christmas movie. It's way better. Figure it out. So mad. Batman Returns. It's excellent. Wow. (laughs) Michael Keaton, Tim Burton. Very good movie. You you didn't grow up when I grew up. No, I'm I'm a bit older than you. You're into other stuff. Yeah. Holiday hangover. I'm excited, though. We're through it. I'm going to have to complain again for another year. When we get back, though, Vital. 
Do you want Vital? You tell me, because you're the guy who loves it. The NFL Hall of Fame. Is it worth me even paying attention to? Is it so watered down now that it even matters? I'll give you my opinion when we get back. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. 15 of them, Vital. 15, Marissa. Yes. That's how many players are eligible for the NFL Hall of Fame. I wish I knew stuff about them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew what, why they're amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Come no. on. Come on. Neither do I. If there's 15 of something, it's not special. No. It's just not. Well, okay. I, how, however, I do need to make a small argument that anybody who's in any professional sport, they're pretty amazing. They are. They just are. They made it past many, many, many others. So they are. Marissa Mays, she's a 1% defender. So <laughs> I'm impressed. I, I, I wouldn't be there. No. <laughs> Can you imagine being so hyper tuned into something? You become like a Hall of Famer at it? No. No. I don't have no passion like that. No. I used to buy video games as a kid, like hundreds of them. You know how many video games I've beaten? Zero. See? Yeah. I don't know anything about commitment. I'm divorced. Oh. Commitment. Oh. I haven't owned a car for more than five years. Commitment. I just got a cat. I have, I have two more weeks to take him back before they put me on a do not adopt list. Thinking about it. Troy Palomalu played safety. I... Can't tell you about any big plays he made, but I can tell you about his hair. So if there's a hair Hall of Fame, put him in Good. on that one. For some reason, Edron James is on this list. Literally never won anything. Ever. Take him off the list. Zach Thomas, a linebacker. Are there linebackers in the Hall of Fame? I did not know. Also, never won anything off the list. How about Brian Erlacher of New Mexico? Is he on the list? Yeah, Hall of is Famer. He? What did he win? Hall of Famer. He did win a Super Bowl. No, no. The Bears didn't. He he had been to a Super Bowl. But he was one of those kind of generational type players that changed the game with his speed at linebacker. He could play safety. Uh, he could make it, the, the tackles, his, his range and motion. You know, he could cover from sideline to sideline. He was one of those. He's already in. Yeah, he's already in, but I'm saying he's he, – oh, don't see. forget him in terms of a linebacker being in the Hall of Fame. He was a better version of Derek Brooks. I think Derek Brooks was like the guy you were – at that time you were creating for that position, and he was a better that one. Derek Brooks could cover, but Erlacher could tackle better. There's truth to what you're saying. But are you the greatest of all time? If you Are you Ditka? You're not Ditka. Like, are you Singletary? You're not Singletary. Like, every every year the Hall of Fame comes out with a quota or whatever. I think it gets corrupted to some extent, right? It's like it's it's the best. Now it's very good. Now it's not so good. You know what yes. I mean? It seems to be a, a digression of how that. That's how I feel. Yeah. I'm not interested in Bryant Young, the defensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers. Cool, you're on some teams that won some ships. I had forgotten you were I mean, on those the teams. The pool of candidates is kind of a joke, like you it's said. It's a joke. Adrian, I agree. John Lynch, better general manager than he was a safety. Uh, he could hit, man. He could hit. Cool. Yeah, but that's about it. Did play in that Tampa too? We talked about three times already for the first time in ten years today. Yeah, Steve Atwater. Yeah, okay. The robot. So many. Well, all these guys. 
Torrey Holt, though, played for the St. Louis Rams. Isaac Bruce played for the St. Louis Rams. That's my team. You know that, Vital. If you redefined your position when you played, you know, like a Brian Urlacher at linebacker, you deserve it. Uh, you know, if you're just just another player but had good numbers, do you really get into the hall? That's a special thing. None of these guys get in. Just take the year off. How about two or three? Two at the most in this one? If you get two in, it's Isaac Bruce, it's Torrey Holt, it's Reggie Wayne. They're all wide receivers. They all did stuff. That's it. You just put those three guys in. And really, you can put Reggie Wayne in for what he did at the University of Miami. Which isn't... Isaac Bruce, I could see. Oh, so good. When he didn't get in the year Kurt Warner got in, I said, that's stupid. Remember when he threw him that touchdown pass in the Super Bowl and I became, I, I, that was me becoming a sports fan because that's how young I am? It's not even the best Hall of Fame, Vital. Me and Marissa were looking. There are better Hall of Fames. I believe there are. Found a list here. <laughs> I'm sure you did. We, oh, we did. We did. There are so many good Hall of Fame. You want to, here's better than the NFL Hall of Fame. The Country Music Hall of Fame, Vital, is that's a million a times better. You, I'll Talk go to that. History. Wait, history? I want pop. I want new. Give me music. Give me Florida Georgia Lime. You don't care for Dolly Parton? I don't know who that is. What? You don't know who that is? Who what? is it? Stop. Oh, Jolene. <laughs> yes. Nine to five? Yeah. That, that's kind of what, how she broke out, yeah. I think. Remember? The movie, nine to five? She yeah. covered that Miley Cyrus hit, Jolene. Oh, she's... She is amazing. You, uh, she's, you have to she's stop. One of a kind. She yeah. is. I've never heard. She of. is. Yeah, that's. She's, I, she's still in the game. She, she, yeah, she's reinvented she herself, right, Marissa? She has. She's one of the nicest people ever. Where Vital's from, Wisconsin, has the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. Oh, what I is that? that. <laughs> it's exciting. Uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> northern pike. Four and a half story <laughs> high fish. They just showcase their car. I'm looking at a picture of A lot of, of lakes up there now. All right, Mercy, you got to take the family across the country to see a Hall of Fame. Okay, which one are you going to? It's not the NFL. Okay, listen. Honestly, I'm, I'm checking out Ohio. Yes. I'm kind of impressed because Ohio I just don't think about, but National Aviation Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Cleveland. And National Motorcycle Museum. Oh, that'd Hall be of fame. cool. That's a long weekend. Yeah. Or there's good old Oregon where you can go to Evergreen Museum Campus Hall of Fame. <laughs> hey, are you are you on Life Tilt like I am? What's Life Tilt? Well, <laughs> I can explain it to you if we go to the Pinball Hall of Fame in Las Vegas. Oh, oh yes. yeah. I've been there many times. That's what? great. Many times? It's yeah, that good? I, I lived in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible. I, you know, I have friends or family coming come from to to Vegas and it's like this is one place you got to go to. Well then here's the point I'm trying to make. How many times have you been in the NFL Hall of Fame? Once. See? That's so by your personal definition, the Pinball Hall of Fame that much better. Well, it is. <laughs> right? <laughs> of course. Well, I, I mean, I love the Hall. I mean, all sports Hall of Fames have a certain place, and especially for if you're a big fan of even like hockey or baseball. I mean that's that, that's a that's a thing that's a bucket list type of thing, right? So um, you can't discount that. But some of these other quirky ones, like you know pinball, that's incredible. It's so fun. That would be fun. Listen, here here's the thing: you're you're saying who wouldn't love that? A lot of women would not love that. What? If that's we have a choice, true. we're not going to go into 
We're just not. We're not going to go into a sports hall of fame. Some will. I'm, I'm not speaking no. for all women. I'm saying. Because if you go to the pinball one, you can play the Sex in the City pinball game. See? Which is what I assume in my limited knowledge of women is what they like. We, we love Sex in the City <laughs> pinball. <laughs> you said you went to Arizona, to Tombstone, Arizona, to the Gunfighters Hall of Fame, Vital. There's right, a, that would be cool. You know who's in there? No one is alive. Well, I, you would get shot is the point I'm trying to make. You, would, you don't live through that one. No. No. There's no way. <laughs> Except they're listing people that, that are in movies. But that's how you get into movies. And not real people. <laughs> you become a famous gunfighter, you become a movie star. I see. That's, that's proven. There is Billy the Kid. Who's very famous. They're all outlaws, He's actually famous aren't they? for New Mexico. Billy the Kid? Yeah. Yeah. So it's his old stomping grounds, right, Marissa? Yes. In New Mexico. It's New Mexico. I don't know if you guys are messing with me. No, really. No, no, it's true. No, really. Yeah, she's right. Billy the Kid was killed in New Mexico. Who killed and him? And allegedly buried here. Kit Carson? Is that who killed him? Because I just learned Kit Carson's name the other day. Did you? Yes. 246-0610. What's the coolest Hall of Fame you've ever been to? For real, though, the NFL one is bogus. You're mean. You're mean on Saturdays. <laughs> I'm just. I'm so over the NFL. You can't keep forcing it into me. So, ugh. You're just gonna watch the games. Yes. Ed Howie's. Yeah, but I'm there for the fellowship. I see. I'm not there for the. I see. The entertain- you know where I would watch football is best. I'm being serious. Okay. On my couch, hmm. in the comfort of my home, sure. With my cat, mm-hmm. maybe a close friend, mm-hmm. having a nice cold Steve Weiser. Love that. I go to Howie's. Oh my gosh, the boys are there, hanging out. What's New Mexico got? What's their Hall of Fame? Space. Okay, that's a good get. Yeah, because there's a lot of that. Yeah. If you like, if you <laughs> you get that one, anything new that happens, there's a plethora of space. Yeah, you got that one. That's <laughs> planetary safety. I don't even know what that means. They're gonna feature it. Science fiction Hall of Fames in Washington. Good. Looks like we got a caller. Don, what's your favorite Hall of Fame, friend? Uh, the Midget Wrestling Hall of Fame. What is that? What are you yeah, even talking you about? Where is that at? Uh, Sioux Falls? I, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> is it, uh, Can I ask is Melissa, it, Marissa a question? Yes, but first let me know. Is the Midget Wrestling Hall of Fame just like a little building? <laughs> Double story. Okay. Cute. Yes. What's your question? Now I'm going to be real delicate. I have a theory. I'm going to be very, very careful here. I know a lot of women watch football. Uh, get ready to hang up, Vital. No, no, not at all. I'm very delicate here. Okay. A lot okay. of women watch football, and they do it to please their boyfriends sure. and husbands, and they know nothing about it. Be more careful. I have a theory that there's like 22 guys out there running around with Speedo-like derriers. And is there any validity to the fact that women may be watching for that reason? Because of the Speedos? The look of because the derriere on beautiful. the football. You know, NFL I will player. say, you know, I think you're handling that gently, but I, I will be honest with you. It's, yes. it's not bad. It's not bad to watch. And that's true. I mean, if you're going to stare at this and, and you're going to watch it. Now, I will say I do understand football. And some women may actually understand football. But it doesn't hurt that some of these men are in amazing shape wearing tight little pants. Doesn't hurt. Okay. That's that that's definitive. I, I had a reason to believe that. I had a ex wife that worked at a company 
and next door was a lot of construction, and there was this one construction guy that was wearing these tight jeans, and they all made sure on break and on lunch to run down there and get a look at him, you know, and Brad, you know, a Brad Pitt type, you know, Thelma and Louise look way back when, and they just they admitted it to me. She admitted it to me, and I thought, man, I got to apply that to the NFL, and then apply for the divorce. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. Would, would you agree also, did it go take it another step further, that the secondaries who don't hit the ground as much and stay as tight as they can usually and tucked in look the best? I mean, I think it's universally accepted, Don. Uh, tighter is better. So okay. that's, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's well, my take. I am, I am so glad to put that to rest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Don, everyone. Don, <laughs> thanks for the call, buddy. Thank you. God, good dude. $2 beer night at the runner's game tonight. I'm broadcasting the game. So I just looked it up. I looked up Midget Wrestling Hall of Fame. Okay. Oh, it doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. But apparently there is a large section of it at the Vaudeville Hall of Fame. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that does. That's fun. That makes sense. It's a little, little sure. spotlight there from sure. old Don. Thanks, Don. <laughs> Thank you, Don. <laughs> Unique spirit, Don. He just wants to believe that women watch because of tight pants. It's not true. It's <laughs> it's just not true. It's a little Freudian of old Dawn. Uh-huh. Yeah, just presenting it in a way. When we get back, the varsity of overcompensation, we're wrapping it up. You're listening to ABQ Central 95.9 FM and AM 610 B. Sports Animal. Albuquerque's Lobo Station, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, we're glad you're with us. Marissa Mays, thank you for the whole freaking morning. You're welcome. What's that like to wake up and have to turn it on again? Yeah, I guess I guess because I did it for twenty years, it feels pretty natural. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Second nature. You know, noted. <laughs> Riding a bike says Marissa. Yes. Well, she's a pro. You yes. can tell. Yeah, you can. Light goes on, and she's just a pro all the way. I t- it, I'm not yet, but I'm I'm well on my way to being the most just like popular guy in New Mexico, obviously. And you and I went out to breakfast the other day, so we're, we were at the uh, the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. We were at the Starbucks. And we were, we were having a lot of fun. We're cutting it up. And, you know, uh, 30 minutes becomes an hour. An hour becomes two. And before you know it, time, time, of fle- time of flies. How many people came up and just greeted you in the kindest way while we're at the Starbucks? I, I don't usually. I don't know. I like, don't know. It's, so many. Well. And I usually have my fair share. I have my fair share. Sure. Of course. Oh, my God, Fred. It's good to see you. And there were a couple. Mm-hmm. But compared to you, I was like, uh, I was like, oh. Like, That's very nice of you. Except you had no idea who I was. I was learning. Yeah, but you had no idea. You heard me on the radio when I was here with Bannon. Yeah. You're like, who's this girl? Who, who is she? Well, because the origin story, Vital, we had reached out to the Department of Transportation, and we said, hey, in the radio, you know, passing the radio, we've done some really successful things, kind of sharing what's going on with the Department of Transportation. Let's do it again. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we have the most talented, funny, smart, intellectual, engaging, charismatic gal. Her name's Marissa. We'll send her on. Then I got strep throat, Vital, because I can't. Uh, oh, I remember. Yeah, I can't keep from kissing strangers. So then, Marissa comes on. I'm listening to the show. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that's the most talented gal that I've ever heard. Let's please go get breakfast. The whole city already knew. I was like the last guy to know. You're too kind. It was a really fun job. It was a really really fun job, and it was great. And I'm grateful for that opportunity to be able to do it in my hometown for years. 
the varsity of overcompensation, okay? We're not saying why it happens. Maybe it's physical. Maybe it's mental. Maybe it's emotional. But you're, you're overcompensating for something, by the an inferiority complex? Who knows? Self-esteem? Let's break some of them down. Here's one I think I see, because you're with the Department of Transportation. Yes. Driving too fast. Mm. That, that is an overcompensation. <laughs> what does that scream to you, Marissa, when you see a guy just... just I'm going to put the pedal to the middle. Like, what is that? Wait for work. I, I the- never. And, and guys, you need to know this. No woman ever sits there and is like, yes. Did you see that? Did you see that guy <laughs> just like fly past Oh, me? my God. I got to chase him down. Yeah. You don't. No. You don't. I mean, your whole thought is, come on. You're more important than everybody else. You've got somewhere to go. Doesn't wow. make sense. No. Now, does that, does that bleed into like showing off? Oh, sure. Does it? Oh, sure. Because earlier we were looking at pictures of my cat on my phone, and I was like, here's a video of me juggling on a BOSU ball. Yeah, I saw and, that. And you were like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, women, we're not, I, I don't know. I'd love, to, I'd love to sit down and just tell men, look, if you really want to get the girl, here's how to behave. Don't do that. Don't show off. Don't be that guy. We love funny. We love funny. I don't, you know, Don mentioned earlier Brad Pitt. I've never found Brad Pitt attractive. Well, neither did Shania Twain, according to the 1998. See? That don't impress me much. That's right. Banger of a hit. Humor. Cross-platform country to pop. Right. Humor, kindness, manners. And ask, talk to them. Although this is a funny story. My husband is a psychiatrist. Oh, And oh, wow. when we went on our first date, he's asking me all these questions. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because usually men will sit down. If they start talking about themselves or trying to really build up how awesome they are, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> if you have to tell me you're awesome, you're not awesome. Oh. So, so, does that involve hey, uh, white cards? And yeah. That may include handing notes. somebody a white card. I'm taking notes right now. But if you ask a woman questions, then you're thinking, oh, he actually really wants to know about me. He can't get creepy about it. But I'm thinking, oh, this guy that I'm going out with, he really wants to get to know me. I found out later that he was kind of giving me a litmus test, a crazy test. Is she crazy? Because his theory is that all women are crazy. It just depends on what level. So you had to identify which level of crazy you could Correct. present as. I, I was, I'm, I'm crazy, but... <laughs> but it was enough that he's like, I, I think I'll see her again. All right. I thought he was just being really cool. Turns out. Not. Pretty interesting. Yeah. He's we, giving me the, how crazy are you test? We talked about big trucks. Oh, boy. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just we're going to glass over that one, right? All right. Let's do it. Because we live in New Mexico yeah. and so many people drive big You need one. You need, you need you one do. for work. And part of it is just part of the culture. It's yeah. just what you drive. It's uh, it's pretty rare, you know. I got to get yeah. the girls and all their equipment to softball yes. practice. I need this big old truck. It, I, what? But I dated somebody with a really big truck, and trying to get into his truck was not fun. <laughs> Step ladder. I, you can't look cute. You can't. You're trying to jump in there. You're trying to. You can't. And it, women around here are not that tall. No, it wasn't fun. I think he just. I think he got a kick out of watching me try to get into the truck. Whenever I drove that <laughs> Chrysler 300 for a while, I remember people going like, "You know, what are you doing?" The Chrysler 300. Fred. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Fred, you're not... I could see in the smart car. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I would not fit. No, you wouldn't. A lot of those, like, yeah. like those Lamborghini, like, right. no, I'm, knee, I'm knees to my elbows in there. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah, muscle cars, we don't care for that much either. Is there, like, is there, like, a mental ones? Like, what, hey, what about if I, like, really overreact when something doesn't go my way? What if I get real angry when my sports team loses? Is that like an overcompensation or is that just some no, dumb that's stuff? Normal. That's nothing. Okay. That's man. That's just being a man. And it happens. I mean, you guys get very passionate about sports. It's okay. You and I took a selfie earlier for the social media at Talk ABQ. I take one selfie. Okay. I do not take all the selfies. I do. I, I am very vain. There's not a mirror I don't love. 
but I can't. I'm not a model. I'm not gonna, that one to me is one. Yeah, those when guys take pictures with their shirt off in the bathroom, I don't think that most women find that awesome. No, they don't. Here's the one I do. Okay, this is my overcompensation. Okay, I basically refuse to have any friends that are girls. Like I only have the boys. Okay. Yeah. So like if this is a compensation one for sure. Like, and I don't know why I do it. I don't know what I think it makes me feel, but it's like, I just, no girls. Like, I just, I only want to hang out with the boys. If I have a girl, it's just the one. I just have the one. Sure. And she's not even really allowed to be my friend. Okay. Like, she's like, either more than that, or she's not one of the boys. Like, so that's mine, Vital. That's the one I definitely subscribe to, where I over, yours is fighting, obviously. Mine is this. Fighting, what do you mean? Like fist fighting. Yours is oh, like... no, 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 not at all. You're a brawler? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I actually, I'm just real mellow. Oh, more I of a lover described. then. Okay. No, I'm just real mellow, just easy to get along with. That's what women tell me. The last one I got is like, oh, like okay, this is kind of a car one, but it's also kind of not. It's also like in the locker rooms. It's also, if I go to your home, why is your music so loud? Hmm. <laughs> I find that funny sometimes. Yes. It's just kind of funny. It's sort of one of you mean those. Through the, you mean in the, uh, on the street? Just in, in period. A car, Why are you? Drive? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Look at me. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that you're sitting there thinking, that guy's awesome. Look no. At him. Look at him. Look at that guy. <laughs> you know that women aren't thinking that. We don't. We don't hear that and think, dang. I work at a yeah. health club, right? Yes. There's this guy that I work with. His name is Handsome John. You know who gave him that nickname? Me, because he's handsome. It's it's difficult for men to be handsome. That's a that's a whole different word. You know how many dudes won't call him handsome because they're overcome? Like, oh, ah, God, I won't do it. They're insecure about <laughs> they're insecure. it. There you go. He's so handsome. They're insecure about that. He's probably listening. He's a fan of the show. Handsome John. He knows who he is. <laughs> handsome John. He's handsome. I think that's nice. And honestly, that's tough to do. We were just talking about women. There's beautiful women. There are pretty women. There are cute women. Yeah. They're all different. There's handsome men. They're all important. They're hot men. They're all important. Yes. They're all important. But it's difficult to be handsome, I'm going to tell you. That's kind of difficult to achieve handsome. Yes. Handsome is a whole different level. You should meet John. (laughs) (laughs) If he's impressing another man, honestly, women actually appreciate when men are comfortable enough with themselves to say, yeah, that guy's good looking. Yes. I see that. But not just guys. Everyone would say this. Right. Okay. Right. But everybody. Because most of the time guys will say, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a guy. I don't know. Just say it. Yeah, you do know. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Thank you. If you're a handsome guy, you're probably one of the boys. So like, I, we're already friends. So, all right. So what was our varsity? We had oversized trucks. Yes. What else did we have? We had suppressing our emotions. I don't know if we even talked about that. I'm going to put it on there. Loud music. <laughs> Loud music. <laughs> Driving too fast. Driving too fast. White cards. White cards. Oh, come on, guys. That's <laughs> no. That's a personal attack there. Acting like a, acting like a model. That's one. That's oh, yeah. Taking, taking lots of photos of yourself. Oh, God. To send out. We know if you're good looking. We know if you're yeah. built. We do. We get it. We totally, we totally get it, even, even with clothes on. And especially if you're me and I have to try to find my jawline every morning when I'm shaving. Marissa, you are simply the best. Thank you. You're Today has been great. tremendous. Thank you. Do it again sometime. Final words? Hey, this was fun. Aw. This was lovely. Good job, everyone. GG.